to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And welcome. Here we are. Talking Again. about the dreaded R. Yeah, Do I don't dread it though. Neither of us dread it. Yeah. So that's not going to be the title of our episode, I, I don't think. Really? What do you want it to be? Well, it seems How like. How about it's it what are you talking about? Oh. Okay. Or, um, um, let's about... get our R on. Or ARG. ARG? Like the pirate embassy? Yeah. I'm not into the pirate thing either. I'm not into the pirate thing either, but I don't know. I just said it. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> to bounce the idea off of you. We have you at know? least a half an hour until we have to name this episode, right. so maybe the name will organically come to oh, us. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we have lovely wine, not Prosecco, <laughs> and some cheese. Maria keeps being like, I manifested us wine, and I'm like, well, great, but then sometimes it's trash. That's right. So, <laughs> what you have to learn is when you manifest, you have to be specific. I want to manifest good tasting wine. Right. So, what are we drinking? We have this Cinzano uh, Prosecco. Much which better with is, ice cubes in it. Yes, right. So, we messed up. We did not chill it before drinking it, so that was not good. Um, so it has taste of like apple and pear in it, and it's an Italian wine. It's sparkling, and it was actually first produced in Santa Vittorio de Alba for the Savoy King Charles, Charles Albert. I don't know all that stuff of what that means, but that's what it says here. Oh, so just some yeah. light reading for when you're just, drinking with your gal pals. Right. This is a light wine that was made in Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to have to say that when I dr drank it, I did not like it. But right. when I tasted it with the salty Greek feta that I have, which is from goat's cheese. It's a goat, from goat milk? cheese. Yeah, goat, goat milk, goat feta. cheese feta. Mm -hmm. I liked it, but I just think because I like the cheese. And I'm not into that. I feel like the wine needs to be good, and so does the cheese. Right, but maybe the wine would have been better if it was like a duller wine, since it was such a like potent cheese. It was right. just like very salty, very sweet. Yes. And, I, and now I have a little bit of a bellyache, but I think <laughs> I'm going to be okay. Yes. Um, I also had like four pickles and like three pepperoncini and like, I don't know, eight or 12, not olives. Right. Eight or 12. It eight or 12, be, around there. It has to be an even number. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to vote sink it for this wine. I and agree. Just, yeah. Because wow. and I usually like the bubblies, but this is too sweet. <laughs> this is way too sweet, so I'm going to probably mm -hmm. just switch to water. That's how terrible. Right. <laughs> So, so yeah, ahead. we're out on the wine. Um, yes. I'm ultra blonde now. I'm right. like platinum blonde. I'm like, yes. look at me, I'm Sandra D. Oh, I was not brought up that way. That's that song, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> didn't think I knew that. I did. I am a Grease fan. Good, yeah, I yes. love Grease. Yes. I mean, I only watched the movie that I wasn't like in a play or anything. Right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But it's a good movie. I have a game. Playing, yeah, I have you a game have a for game us. for me. And this game, I decided to call. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. And in this game, um, there's going to be seven questions, and all of the answers are words that start with the letter R. Wow. So it's going to be R great. in the initial position of words. I did not pick simple words because I think that I was actually when I like typed in um, R words. 
I think it was like um, a Scrabble website, so it gave me like really challenging R words. Gotcha. But then I went down, like not the ones that are 11 letters, like less than 11 letters. Whoa, okay. (laughs) No. So, all right, this should also be like, how smart is Maria? I think that, oh, there's her vocal card there in the medial position, right? Thank you. Okay, so no, these are all words that range in different lengths and complexities. Number one. Um, what R word means violent, uncontrolled anger? Rage. Very good. Yes. Number two, what R word means to achieve or fully understand? To achieve or fully understand? Is to, to what? reach? To receive? To receptive? To real. To re. Realize? Realize! Look, you realize the answer is realize. Right, I needed that phonemic cue there. Good. Okay, number three. To create a new version of a song. Oh, remix! Yeah. (laughs) There you go. To reuse material by converting into something new. Yes. Uh, Number five. Taking something that does not belong to you. We're not stealing, right? So <laughs> no. robbing, robbing, robbery, robbery, and then it could be armed robbery. There you, know? you go. If there's a gun, right? Right. Um, a distilled alcoholic drink made from sugar cane. Rum. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the last one is to talk at length in a confused or inconsequential Ramble. way. Ramble. <laughs> Ramble. Look, you did it. I did it. That was like a hundred percent accuracy. Thank you, Deb. Well done. Thank you. It was only mild cues. Like right. you had one, only one initial phonemic cue. That was good. Yeah. So I was told not to use mild, moderate, severe. To rather just say yeah one cue out of five. I know. I, I know. don't care. Okay. Yeah. I mean right. It, Right. No one said anything to me so far. Ever. Good for you. Yeah. Yes. That's good. So we want to talk about articulation or however you want to call it, speech down. Oh my gosh, here we go. Speech sound disorders. It's Maria's so. first time. <laughs> <laughs> so this can entail that children and adults have difficulty saying sounds clearly. So whether you want to call it articulation impairment, and that could be from a motoric issue, an anatomical issue, or an injury. Right. So or perception. Right. Like a hearing loss. Yeah. Right. Hearing. Um. But yeah, there's so many different reasons why somebody might um mispronounce their sounds. Right. And R is a rather tricky sound yes. to produce to begin with because. You don't get that much like biofeedback visually from other speakers, uh-huh. and um, I always like to use this as an example. Like, there's so many songs that we think we know all the words to, and we right. try to sing along, and we're like kind of close but wrong. Right. But meanwhile, we're like we're living our life, we're happy, yeah. we're singing, no right. one's bothering us. We right. know what we're singing. Yeah. Like, Maybe. shake it off, shake, shake. You know, Isn't someone the, told me it is, was like they thought it was chicken roll, chi- chicken, chi- roll. chicken roll. That person lied to you. Yes, that's what they thought it chicken said. Roll. And I was like, why would Mariah Carey be singing about a chicken roll? Oh, I you thought know, you were shake, talking about shake, Taylor shake Swift. Oh, oh, you know, Mariah, shake, 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 shake it off, shake it off, shake, shake. Maybe she sounds like Mar- chicken roll. The same, and we keep up that one. Anyway, yeah. See, um, look, you don't even know the words. Yeah, that's my know. point. Right, so, like, exactly. sometimes kids are saying stuff, and they know what they're saying, and they're just going with it because it sounds good to them, and 
they don't notice the difference and they keep it up. Just like if you try to pronounce something in another language, you might think that you sound awesome and then a native speaker might tell you otherwise. Right? Correct. Yeah, so I do it. think that the first thing that we need to do with this population is uh, discrimination task and bring it to their attention, like the sound that they're producing and the target sound that we would like them to produce. Yeah. Why? I'm going to turn your phone I'm off. I'm sorry. If you're calling Maria, you need to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like insane. I'm very popular today. <laughs> Why? Stop <laughs> talking to so many people. You probably leave these people on red and they try to answer you back and then you're missing. Leave them on red. That means like you seen their, you saw their text oh, and you didn't respond. Oh, I don't have a read receipt. Who has that? I don't need people knowing I read it and I didn't want to write to them. Why not? Because. Well, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the truth then. Okay. So, um, Asha has a statement, right? About yeah, that's what they're saying. Right. That, uh, speech pathologists will do if your child just so happens to have a. Right. Uh, Okay. Issue with saying their sounds correctly. Right. So, so what we're trying to say is articulation disorders are on are are in our scope of practice where we're helping that client say the sound correctly, um, and learning to tell when the sounds are right or wrong. And Deb and I agree on that. I agree with what you said about the first step being perception. Yeah. Um, so how do you work on perception? If you want to give us a tip. Well. Okay, so Advice. I have a little anecdote before I do what I do. Oh, so, okay. If you know, do you know who Michelle Wolf is? Should I? Well, she's a stand-up comedian. Okay, so and no. She did the. Um, I thought it was like no. some SLP researcher no. that I have to know about. No, no. I no. got nervous. She's a comedian. She just did the White House Correspondents Dinner Comedy Act, um, and she just ended it for all comedy moving forward. Apparently, no more comedians are going to do that. And it's been a tradition for a long time. Why? A comedian closed. Well, she roasted everyone, and, and it was a bit rough for them. Okay. She was very good, I thought. She was great. Um, so, anyway, I was hanging out with Michelle Wolf the other day, and she talked to me. She was like, oh, I don't know if I told you that I went to a speech pathologist when I was younger. I used to switch my uh, K's to T's. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's fronting. It's a very normal thing for a young child to do. And it's just like, you know, if it persists past the developmental age, that's three. when you have to intervene. And she was older than three. And she right. had a bike that was in the shed. Right. And the shed was locked with a key. Right. So she went to her mom. Yeah, I know where this is yeah, going. And she was like, Mom, I want to ride my bite, but I need the tea. Yeah. So her mom went to go make her tea. Right. And then she's like, I need the tea. I want to ride my bite. And then her mom was like, this is confusing. We need to work on it. So then she right. sent her to a speech therapist. Got and Michelle it. remembers going, and she's like, it only took me, like, a couple times for someone being like, oh, this is what you're doing, and this is what you need to do, for me to be like, oh, okay. Right. Yes. And she got it. Good. And I feel like that's what I feel like is the case in a lot of cases. So right. R is trickier because it is a harder sound to produce than when we're messed up with front we're doing fronting right visually like you mentioned but also men why why can't i saw i didn't have a while you need a lot to of relax wine. i know and then that's your r word relax <laughs> and um r yeah <laughs> so she, she giggles is, when she's nervous <laughs> <laughs> so anatomical
anatomically speaking, too, your tongue has to move up, really, right. and it takes a l that big muscle movement. So yes. also that reason, too. Yeah, so if there's any sort of so. deficit in terms of, like, muscle strength and coordination, right. whether it's, like, dysarthria yes. or apraxia, right. it's a harder sound to produce because it requires right. more intentional motor right. movement. okay. And, like, tongue elevation is one of the number one indicators of dysphagia in, well, not number one, but it was when I was learning about the swallow, the Yale swallow protocol. Oh. That's okay. why, like, for the oral motor aspects of it, like, looking at how, if they're able to elevate their tongue. Yes. And how long they can sustain that. Oh, okay. Is a good indicator. Just an indicator, nothing crazy. Don't go making people swallow stuff just because they can stick their tongue at you. Right. But it's, um, but many people who, who struggled with tongue elevation were likely we're to more have likely. dysphagia. Got it. Yes. So there's a correlation there. Yes. Got um, it. So what do I like to do? I like yes. poems and minimal pairs. Well, okay, right. Okay, so I was going to talk about the perception of ours, but I can go back to that. Oh, okay. How um, I have the child, like the first couple of sessions, I would uh, write the letter R and say, like, this is the sound we're going to work on, and then I'll pick, like, maybe five words, like mm -hmm. red, whatever they are, just are in the initial position, and then I say them, and then they get to tell me if I said it right, with a thumb up, pair mm -hmm. with a visual, or wrong, thumbs down. So okay. I'm going to say, okay, ready, my turn to say the word, or if, even if it's a game, let's say, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to say a word, and you're going to tell Miss Maria if I said that right or wrong, and I pair it with my thumb up, thumb down, mm -hmm. and then they get that pretty quickly. So I'm like, wed, did I say this color, wed, the right way? And mm -hmm. they're like, no, that was wrong, you know? I was like, oh, it was wrong, and then I'm not really requiring them to say right or wrong. Right. I'm just, but I'm you're, giving you're them... repeating it so that they can hear the correct Right, version. but I am giving them the opportunity to say an R word, right, right. and wrong. Uh -huh. So I work on perception that way, that's my tip. That's good. I, the, one of the first things I'll do is I'll take their picture and I'll be like, make a smile. Right. And then I'll be like, now make a kissy face. Right. Okay, so then for the smile face, I'll, I'll go to Photoshop and put an R under their mouth. Oh, okay. With a smile. And then for the kissy face, I'll put a W oh, under their good. mouth. Oh, good. And then they'll have those visuals on the table. Oh, great. And then I'll be like, make a smile face. Let me see the R face. Let me see the W face. Let me see the R face. Let me, and then we just like keep doing like R face, W face. <laughs> Um, which is fun. That's a lot of faces. Yeah, we like go back and forth and I do it real quick and then maybe I'll do the same one twice in a row, trip them up, then they lay out, okay. it's good time. Good. Um, nice. And then I just, in all of my therapy, and I know that it is like, I, I'm pretty sure it's research based, but I don't, I don't <laughs> pretty ever sure. do wrong or right for anything. Okay. Does that sound right or wrong? Right. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Because I just, I guess I get fearful of anyone having a negative self-image. Right. Well, they're saying it to I'm, me. Right. But then you are mimicking what they're doing right. and then making them say it's wrong, thumbs down. Right. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's probably fine. Maybe I'm blown it out of proportion. Maybe. I was a sensitive kid. And right. if somebody gave me a thumbs down and something I said, well, I'd be like, I'm not coming back here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They just are telling me, oh, that tried that, you know, that yeah. was wrong, and, and I'll sure do it again. And I was like, oh, I said it the right way, you know, and they get a kick out of it, I think, when I'm saying it wrong. Like, oh, right. I get to tell the teacher she did it wrong, and like, mm -hmm. it's okay to make a mistake. I think it mistake. just makes me uncomfortable. All right. So it's yeah. like, if something makes
makes you uncomfortable. Yes. Like, there's so many it. people who are like, step out of your comfort zone. Sometimes stay there. <laughs> Things are fine there. Right. Things are well, working there. I'm all about stepping outside the comfort zone. But I mean, if I'm going to see the kids start crying, like, Miss Maria said I'm wrong, like, I'm going to obviously You're stop. You're going to stop. Yeah. You know, you could always tell, like, yeah. they start, like, a lip quiver. You know, they're like, okay, they're, they're upset. But right. so far, I haven't had Good. that overly sensitive. Clients, right. I mean, I, mean, I didn't. I maybe I'm overly sensitive. Maybe I don't. We were learning a lot about ourselves in this episode. Right. You you can't speak when you're nervous, and I'm overly sensitive. <laughs> I'm not nervous about this episode, by the way. Just nervous about life. That's all. Anywho, so you want to go and we want to go into different activities within the R sounds. So, yeah. for instance, what is your favorite book to work on the R sounds? Well, what are you what are you looking for right I'm now? Looking for my You're notes. just throwing papers all around. <laughs> oh, there they are. Okay. There they are. Mine. Okay. Well, I don't really. I don't use books for R. Oh, okay. Because I feel like I want drill, 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 drill. Oh, okay. And uh, a book is like I would use a book for like phonemic awareness and fluency and mm. comprehension, but for R, no. I'll do okay. color by sound, so it's like okay. um read the word and color the words that have R in it red, color the words that have or in it orange, color the words that have er in it yellow, like that one that I'm looking at on my wall. So we'll do like color by sound activities or minimal pairs. Gotcha. And then, right. so the longest thing I will do in terms of reading for R articulation would be a poem. I see. I mean, I, that's a good idea and I like minimal pairs in the beginning, but I do like to work on are in books only because they'll just like keep incorporating literacy and also like at the phrase level and then we could talk about the book and mm-hmm. do a craft with the book and do an activity with the book so I mean I always like to do books I feel like yeah books are good books are good right I'm not against go, books you can't go wrong with a book right like yeah. you're not gonna do a book and then like a parent's gonna be like you read a book with yeah, my no, kid you no, know no <laughs> so, no I just feel like I have so, so many like I like I like coloring activities yes. and like sorting activities, and I like to use books, but not for this. Gotcha. Also, if you don't want to use books in your therapy session, you could also recommend that for a carryover right. activity. So if mom's like, what can I do? Like, you can recommend this book that I like. The, we're going on a bear hunt that has a lot of oh, R okay. in there. Mm-hmm. So even if this child or the client is reading the R, is listening to that book at home every day for a week, that I feel like is great. And that's just, you know, showing the parent, like, okay, this is something that you can do, like putting it back on them, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, we're at our halfway point. Okay. I can do it without their timer today because I just feel like, why not? Let's step okay. outside the comfort zone. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> plus my phone already annoyed you today, so I'm just going to leave my phone over there. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Yes. At SLP's Wine and Cheese Pod underscore between each word. I tag myself and Deborah in those posts. Right. Deborah so, Brooks, Maria Katonis. Yes. You'll you know, find us. You'll find us. We're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out our Patreon page. We have a special episode coming out with Miss Emily Diaz. We that's have, already up right now. Oh, it's up right now. Yes, yeah. that's right. That, so that's a motherhood, marriage, motherhood, mm-hmm. and faith. faith. Yes. So we talk about those things uncensored. Right. Um, and then we have videos. What would you do with that coming out? And uh, we have our R poems on there, which right. we will share. We each wrote an R poem. I'm not proud of my R poem, so <laughs> yes. And don't forget, we still have blah, blah, blah shirts. We have very limited amount left, so 
hurry up and message us if you want them. Yes. Yes. So, do you want to go into the poems? Should um, I go well, first? Because yours is going to be good at Before the poems, though, I feel like you're rushing me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, first, I just like, so I like how you said the thing about the books, because then you're going to get, like, sentence level and stuff. But gotcha. I like working with the minimal pairs and, like, yes. getting a lot of those in. I because think you just like talking about minimal pairs. I do, but I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to say exactly why. So, like, okay, you recommended it. the bear hunt, but, right. like, at this point, this kid has heard the R sound a lot of times and said right. it. And now I think we're just constantly practicing it incorrectly. Okay. But when right. we pair the correct sound with the error sound and we have an individual being able to like say that to them and like monitor their repetition of it, right. now I think it's like increasing their awareness of yes. that sound. I, yeah. So I like to I do like, like one run, one. weed, read, white, right, uh, wed, red. Yeah. And red I'll do like 25 minimum. Yeah. And we'll do that back and forth. So I'll be like, one run, here's a piece of a Lego. Whale rail, here's another piece of a Lego. Right. Or I'll do four on one page. Okay. So every time they, so like let's say I have a page that has four minimal pairs on it. Right, and is this your book? Um, yeah. I right. have, and, but then I also have yeah, the speech just... musings, uh, speaking musings and um, another person's minimal right. pairs that have been working for me just fine so I had no reason to redraw. Right. Um, but basically, it's like I do a page, I give them a piece. And I, I like to buy, the only toys that I buy for speech are things that are, like, parts of a whole. Right. Or things that can be built or added yes. to. So that, like, so maybe they start off with a potato head. But right. then, like, they get one page done and I give them the eyes. eyes. Right. You know? So then um, that's how I incorporate, like, an activity into it. It's just, like, drill and then, like, they get something. I don't even care if they're looking at my page so much. But I do care if they're looking at my face if they're repeatedly saying it wrong. So I'll be like, look right. at me, look at me, smile face, rake, wake, rake. And I'll do it like all over articulate. Yes, I got yeah. a little scared there. And I'll try to get them to increase their mindfulness. So like I'll say to them that like, you know, sometimes when we're talking, we don't even think about what we're saying. We just know what we want to say and we say it. And sometimes when we think like that, we don't say all the sounds. So when we're in speech, I want you to do something different. Just something different than what you would do if you were just usually saying butter. So instead right, of saying hard butter, say. I want to hear butter <gasps> just to but. practice it. And we gotcha. practice like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it also depends on what stage of therapy they're in. Like, I like to do minimal pairs as well. And, like, they're definitely good in the beginning. And they're definitely good to maintain and keep it as a drill. But I like to, like, do a little drill and then, like, something to kind of, like, carry over everything we just, like, talked about in right. the drill. That's you what know? I would use the right. poem for. Because right. then we can read the same poem over and over again, whereas a story will just take up a longer block of time. Right. But, I mean, you know, to each their own. I think that yeah. everyone should just do what works best for them. Right. And, and stop trying to be something they're not. Exactly. And if you're not into doing books, then you don't have to do books. Yeah. I did um, Bear Hunt. I have, I have it, like... I do, uh, I do it usually in the winter time because like the bears hibernate and stuff. So mm -hmm. maybe that's something they're learning about in school. Even as early as like preschool, they're like learning all these yeah. crazy concepts. Mm -hmm. You know the the seasons, right? Oh, it's the yeah. winter. What happens in the winter? And then I put like little like bear paws around the room, and they had to like find the different paws, and underneath the paw was like different R words from the story. Oh, that's So it's like, oh, bear, under, can't go under it, can't. So just like something right. like that. 
That's so, great. That's fun. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I just, and, yeah. You know, sometimes you got to switch up the routine of, like, the words just... Yeah, I I never really switch that routine up too much. But then I'll be like, if you keep doing it, we're gonna play with slime. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They just get a reinforcement at the end. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes I'll do it like that too, especially in the beginning. Like we just really need to hammer in this sound. Right. And now, like maybe we're moving on to th sound, and we're like still working on R. But like this is when I'll introduce a book. So it's like, oh. I know there's a million thes in here, but there's also an R, too. That's also your sound. You know, don't forget. Right, yeah. So, so do you have them, like, highlight the words? Highlight? Well, I don't write in my books. Oh, sorry. that's a no-no. <laughs> that is a no-no. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, we could write the word on the back of the paw print. That's oh, okay. Right, but, yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. I didn't, you should have seen Maria's face when I just uh, suggested writing in her book. It's like, tell them, do you want them to just mix the Play-Doh, too? Like, no. <laughs> I just, just buy one. only one color Play-Doh. Yes, you're right, you're right. But then what if in your book you colored all the R's pink and all of the okay. S's green? So then it's like, doesn't matter that it's colored because each sound is colored the same color so now it's like your book's color-coded okay you know what i I'm, i can handle that <laughs> but i also get a lot of my books from the library oh right so yeah i own the bear hunt book so okay. that i got it from the yard sale but most of them i get from the library mm-hmm. so yeah you don't want to write in those right. but nobody would know you just put it in a slot that is true but, but then i'm sure like karma would come get you yes i don't want that no so do you want to go into our poems? Or yeah, let's hear your poem. No, I said okay. what I wanted. I said my piece. Okay, great. Minimal pairs. Yes. So, um, I'm not proud of this poem. It's not my best work. Didn't everyone, anyone ever tell you not to give negative disclaimers? Just go out there and say it. All right, well. This is my poem this by is Maria Katanis. And it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Okay, starts like this. Here we go. It starts like this. Starts oh, I thought it go. ended like this. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say it backwards. Okay. Maybe it'll be better that way. <laughs> uh, like, what is that movie, Momentum, where it starts backwards? Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it does start in the end, right? Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's the R sound. I read, write, and scream it out loud. Where, does, where did my tongue go? It's up. Where do my lips go? They are back. Hear me roar, R, hear it. I can practice my R everywhere. Very nice. Thank you. So I didn't take that same approach. (laughs) Yours is good, it's not bad. Mine is like a Yours is like direction. Yes, yes it is. I just tried to use, um, I tried to have at least 10 words that would target R in in all different positions. That's good, I have more than 10. Data on it. I'm hoping I have more than 10 too. I'm sure you do. You sounded like you had like 10 in one line. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did. The the roar line. Okay, go ahead. Um, So here's my poem. I didn't title it. Okay. But it goes like this. Once there was a red fairy, her world was dark and scary. There were storms with rain and thunder, and every day she'd wonder. How does a flower grow? Where do the rivers flow? Will I ever see the sun? When will the storms be done? Then on a ruby, then one day on a ruby she made a wish for a place much happier than this. When she woke up, her wish was true. Now every day the sky is blue. 
Okay, I was thinking of how emo is Deb. Oh yeah, that's very when emo. When will the Deb. fairy see the river and the sun? Well, because well, trapped? I was thinking of she was in a dark, scary world, but it wasn't until she decided to advocate for herself and make that wish to make that change. And as soon as she did, her world changed. So she manifested. I Manifest think, I free think wine, free tasting good wine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, okay. I not, like my poem. No, I love your poem. It was excellent. <laughs> it just brought me back to that episode. That episode's on our Patreon. Yes, Check it that out. is. That when I was writing all my high school poetry. Yes. So no, that was very good. Yeah, and then we would go through and highlight all the different R's, and then maybe we would have like like different colors for each vocalic R. Yes, and then I like we that. would like really focus on. We would say this poem every day until we recited it. Okay. And we're fluent, so that they had, like, so maybe because this person could also have a goal for recalling details with a distinct beginning, middle, and end. Right. Or recalling events and stories and poems. Right. With appropriate detail and sequence. Vocabulary words. Vocabulary. Um, Yeah. Relating self to text. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe there was a time you felt trapped. I don't know. Like a snow day. Like identifying, yeah, so, like, like being able to interpret figurative language at that point. So, like, what did it mean? Like, that, like... what type of emotions do you associate with storms? And what type of emotions do you associate with sunshine? Like, right. I don't know. There's tons of things you could talk about. Yeah, there That's are. why I like poems, because there's, like, a deeper meaning there. Cool. And, and there was lots of R's. Right. There was R blends, metallic right. R, R in the initial position. At the superficial level. Yes. At least there were R's there. And then if you want to get deeper and deeper into this poem mm-hmm. interpretation, there are so many things you could do from that. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks. So do you want to give a tip? Um, I, I think this whole tip? episode was tips I and know. tricks. Um, I can give this tip one. that... Um, it's going to take a long time to get the sound corrected, and oh, it's good. very important to remain calm and patient, and also repeatedly provide like visual cues. So over exaggerating your lip posture in, in the initial stages, so that the child can see like they are neutralizing that sound, and it all is becoming a W. Yeah. Right. Um, and not like breathing their tongue most likely. Right, yeah. So like really get that tongue moving mm-hmm. and their lips moving. So I always say um, smile face for the R face and uh, kissy face for the W. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, if, if they make a mistake, I'll be like, oh, is that an R face or a W face? And then they're like, rake. <laughs> right. Fix it. Right. My tip is to also think about the surrounding sounds that you're teaching R with. So, like, if you want to teach, I feel like vocalic R is harder and, like, O-R is harder. Or See, R-O. I was just saying, sometimes like, O-R is good. Sometimes really? or is good. Right. And then er some, is bad. Right. You know, like, so sometimes in vocalic R, like, some are, some are good and some are uh, more difficult. Right. So I think you should look into that and mm-hmm. just try to shape your, like, words around that a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. even if you could, like, if you're not going to drive yourself nuts to do it. Right. <laughs> like if you're noticing like through poems right. or as they're spontaneous, like, oh, it's really like R when it's around these other words. So like maybe start with the easier ones first and then slowly introduce the uh, surrounding sound, like the more difficult surrounding sounds. Yeah. So, but, what are uh, more difficult surrounding sounds? Those are like I, difficult neighbors. Like, I, yeah, usually <laughs> R and O, I think. Anything that will like have to have them like to use to, to round, round their lips because then it's gonna like 
Right. Yeah. yeah that's but then sometimes, usually. I don't know why really? I feel like sometimes the or sounds good. Like really? horn and horn. Yeah, sometimes it does. And then I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing. Okay, well then maybe that's not an example. But yeah, yeah. No, there, but I've it noticed, is a good example. Yeah. It's just when I was listening to you, I was thinking right. almost the same thing. How like some of them can be better than others. And right. you were just like, or is usually the most complicated for me. And I would just, you yeah. know. Not for you? Okay. I mean, yeah. I just feel like more often I feel like or, or and er. It's like air and ire are an ear. Oh. I'll be like, pull your tongue back to your ear. Oh, wow. That's intense. <laughs> yeah, I do. Good. And then they're like, what are you talking about? I've also recorded um, them. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving two tips. Okay, if my first tip wasn't helpful because, oh, maybe you're that, you have a client who's like doing like some crazy stuff that you're not sure. You can try videotaping them or audio recording them and like have them listen to themselves. That's like such a big thing I do with all my kids. And they like it too. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I record my videos um, in speech, I'm always chasing kids out of my video. Which I'm like, right. don't you know this would be better Instagram content for me if you were in this video? Right. Like, if I was allowed to have you in this video, you'd be the star. But you can't. Right. So I'm like, move. Yeah. But they always, they're like, can I see it? Can I see it? And I'm like, you're not in it. They're like, I want to listen. <laughs> so they all want to yeah. do it. They like it. So if you just record it for them and then like, okay. I tell them like, don't worry, no one's going to see it because I think yeah. they get shy sometimes. But we have different type of kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I record, them, I record you know. their faces like for their, for their school. Gotcha. Like gotcha. their teachers and their parents and them. They can oh, see okay. It. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Educational purposes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, we're going to end with our quote, mm-hmm. and it is, we thought of it, it would be great for the R sound especially right, when you're yes. working. If you get tired, learn to rest, not quit. And it's from Thessalonians 3.13. In the Bible. In the Bible. That's yeah, right. Emily Diaz rubbed off on us. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I have been swearing more since that episode. Well, she said that she loves Jesus, but she likes to cuss too. Okay. Yeah. That's good. All right, on that note, uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm Maria. I'm Deborah. Thank you. Good night. Arrivederci. Hey, everyone. Just so kidding. we're back. Uh, we're <laughs> back for more R. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, our Asher interviews are great, but the video, the audio quality is not the best. So we're going to release them on the Patreon, where yes. hopefully it's not so painful to listen to. Exactly. Also, if you remember recording an interview with Maria at Asha, please email us at slpswineandcheese at gmail.com. We will redo that interview over Zoom on the computers so that we can have better quality. So um, I know that many people have been writing to us, looking forward to hearing their interviews uh, you can hear the original awful version on our Patreon, or you can do a redo if you email us. So please do so. Yes, SLPs Wine and Cheese at gmail.com. Thank yes. you again. Bye. Bye.